And good morning, Hoosier fans, and welcome to a live airport edition of Hoosier Morning After. This is Hoosier Morning After Nebraska slash the road to Las Vegas. I'm your host, Chad Schwartzkopf. Here with me is Martha the Mop Lady. Forgive me if internet tends to cut out or whatever it does, as I am currently in the airport. I just got through security on the way to Vegas to see you guys, see the Hoosiers. What an exciting time to be a Hoosier fan and get the things going. First, let's kind of break down and talk about this Nebraska game, uh, a game that IU needed to have as a response. Oh, let me pause that music. Uh, a game that IU needed to have after a really tough one at Rutgers. IU needed to come out with a little bit more fever, with a little bit more aggravation, aggression, toughness, show that that game was a fluke. And I felt like they did a pretty good job at that. Uh, the biggest thing that happened and the biggest storyline, obviously, is the guards that stepped up, the bench that stepped up. If this team is going to be good, that guard play has to continue. The, that bench has to continue to add points and do great things for this team. Uh, I'm going to try not to talk too much, as I know it's probably pretty noisy on my end. I'm going to kick it mostly to Martha as we go along. And I know this is going to be probably a quick show because Martha's got to get going and everything like that. Martha, how did, what did you think of this uh, this Nebraska game? Yeah, well, first, we need to commend you for your, your multitasking here. Uh, you know, no days off for Chad, you know, getting the show in while you're in transit to Vegas. So, uh, you know, we, we certainly appreciate you doing this. Um, yeah, obviously, after the Rutgers game, you know, you, you, you were anxious to find out whether that's that's going to be an outlier or whether we can get the, the, the ship righted pretty quickly. And I think we had we received some pretty positive answers uh, to that question. Right. I mean, we you, you hit the nail on the head. Who's going to step up? Right. Specifically, if 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 our if our point guard is going to be out, which which we learned early that he was and. You know, so the, the instant question there was, okay, Nebraska just won at Creighton. We're without our point guard again. You know, we've got, you know, what's this going to look like? We've got something to prove. This isn't going to be a walk in the park. And I think you've got to be, I think you've got to got to feel good with how, how the Hoosiers responded, right? I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about TJD's uh, triple-double, but even beyond that, you look at what, uh, you look at what uh, guys like Trey Galloway and Tamar Bates, two guys that essentially disappeared uh, on Saturday against Rutgers, what they were able to do combined for right around, I think, what, 39 points, something like that. So uh, that's huge, right? Especially in the absence of, of what I, you know, it's almost like we're playing without our starting, starting quarterback right now. And, um, you know, that's that. That gives you a little bit of encouragement going into the weekend. You know, I don't know that we know what we're what we look like this weekend with without um, you know who's going to be available, who's not going to be available. So you've got to be encouraged with what we saw from those two guys, specifically on the perimeter. Um, encouraging, especially after that performance at Rutgers, and then what you saw Rutgers go do last night at Ohio State. So the Big Ten is going to be weird. There's no nights off in this league, so it's something we've got to be prepared for every game, and somebody's got to step up. And thankfully, we saw that last night with. Or excuse me, two nights ago with 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 our bench playing quite a bit better. Yeah, and and even if you uh, if you missed that game last night against Rutgers, it was interesting. Jay Billis even chiming in on that. Uh, check that out on Twitter if you can. Uh, Ohio State might have kind of stole that game. Uh, if you see in that play as they're dribbling it out at the end, uh, a guy steps out of bounds and then comes back inbounds right as he's catching the ball, and he's the one that shoots the three to win the game. Technically, by rules, he did not establish himself enough, and he should not be the first one to get the ball. And so uh, a little little luck there 
uh, on the side of the Buckeyes in that game. Um, but yeah, exciting. Uh, shifting back to IU's game, uh, the exciting thing, uh, the different good good storylines is obviously our wing players, and there's been that's been one of the questions that we've had going into a lot of these games was how are our wing players going to respond to the uh, to step up because we got to have them uh, perform for us. Rutgers, we they weren't there for us; they didn't do much, and now. Uh, in this game, they shows that they can get things done for us. So I think the, the biggest story that, that from that is Miller Cop. Uh, for me, I, I enjoyed seeing how his game has evolved now, how he has been able to not only shoot from the outside and make those great shots that he currently is, but also um, getting the ball on the bounce and getting the drive, finding that those outside shots finally knocking down are allowing him to get to the basket and open up this game a lot more. What did you think of Miller Cop? Yeah, I thought it was a, a nice, you know, you you start to look for trends, right? It seems like what we've seen a lot is 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 guys step up for a game and then, you know, maybe disappear the following game. So it's nice to see some back-to-back solid performance, especially for a guy like Miller Cop, who, you know, we've identified as a guy that, you know, for us to have the success we want to have, we're going to have to have a solid Miller Cop for, for the duration of the season. And we're starting to see that. Um, really encouraged. Obviously, he was... He was our strong point at Rutgers. So for him to follow up, you know, that game with another solid performance, 13 points, was he as hot from the three-point line for the three-point range? No, one for five, but still, you know, he was hitting that mid-range jumper. He was hitting those shots when we needed him to. And just another, you know, six for 11 from the field. That's a a solid day. So we'll take that every day from Miller, uh, especially when, you know, we've got our point guard out and and just for him to step up in back-to-back games and, Combine that with 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 Trey and Tamar, um, you know. I think just another solid performance by Miller. And the other person, obviously, that's a highlight and uh, probably our toughest player on our team is Trey Galloway. And uh, Trey Galloway continues to show how much work he put in on his shot in the in the off season, uh, hitting threes at a higher clip than he has. His form obviously looks different. We've spoken about that before. But just his aggressiveness on defense, what he brings with that, we know we can always get that from him. But the, the better part of also is uh, some offenses, those drives, those cuts, those dives that he does. He's just a creator for this team and kind of a, a easily a second glue guy. And that was easily stated last year when we had him out a couple games that we probably could have won again, not to be that dead horse too much, but he, he would have been a, a different factor for our team if we had had them. Uh, what are your thoughts on Trey's game? Yeah, I mean, I I was really surprised because he's such a difference maker, right? We see it, you know, it's so evident when, you know, he misses a few games and then the minute he's back, things just seem to flow better with him on the court. So I was really surprised with, you know, how absent he was during the Rutgers game just because he was so present against North Carolina, so active. You know, he almost, he almost, he's almost disruptive on the offensive end just in terms of, 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 making things difficult for defenses because he's always a guy that seems to be in the right place at the right time. He finds those angles. He's good at driving the ball to the hole. He gets, you know, he finds those passing lanes. So to see him so absent in the box score and and against Rutgers was really surprising. And then, you know, to see him follow up with that performance against Nebraska was really encouraging, especially the, I mean, you mentioned it, right? The shot looks different four for six from three point land. Right. I mean, there's a guy that, you know, you watched him shoot threes as a freshman and, and it's just like, man, that that form looks 
a little bit funky, you know, not sure that he's the guy that we want shooting from there. But to your point, just the work he's put in, the way the shot looks different, and now the confidence to go along with it, right? He's a guy that when he gets an open look, you're pretty confident that he's got a good shot at making that. When you combine what he did from three-point range with with, with Tamar, I mean, then right there you've got like nine for 14 from, from three-point range the other night. And if we, if we can even come close to duplicating that through the season, you know, that's well, especially once we get Hood Chafino back, you've got to be encouraged by that. So, uh, tremendous effort by those two guys. Trey, l- love the dude, just you know, obviously, you can just, you can just tell he's kind of grew up around the game, coach's kid, just heady and, and you know, just seems to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and Trey obviously getting the the start over Hood Chafino while he's out. Um, I, I hope obviously we all want Hood Chafino back just for what he produces, but. I also want him back from that sense to, and it, and it sounds mean maybe to say this, but I want him back for the sense of uh, uh, putting Trey back on the bench. I, I, I really like him coming off the bench. I like the energy that it brings. And, and like you said, uh, being a coach's son, uh, the fact that he has that knowledge. I think it was one of the, the girls on the uh, women's team, may have been Parrish or something, I believe. You could correct me if I'm wrong. She's, I think, one of the first ones that comes off the bench. And she's, she said she embraces that that role because then she can sit on the bench and she can watch the first few minutes of a game and analyze it from the outside and know how, when she gets into the game, she can impact that game, the game and, and, and do better and find different holes. And I think that's, that's where Trey excels definitely is, is, is being that kind of uh, high IQ type of player. And he can really cut up uh, opponent opponent's offense and everything like that going into things. Um, we talked briefly about Tamar Bates and, and Tamar, I think, uh, trending on the right way, doing a lot better uh, in these games, finding his shot, being aggressive and everything. And I like him to continue to be aggressive. We've kind of talked about him feeling timid and hesitant about taking those shots, but I like his assertiveness that he found in this game and everything. Um, what are your thoughts on Tamar? Again, I, I, you know, it's one of those deals where we've, we've you know, obviously very, very encouraged by his performance, but another guy that you want to see, you know, it's like you're, you're taking that half step forward or, you know, you can even say one step forward and then one step back to where you were. We, we've seen a couple of these performances this season, and he's a guy that, you, you know, we're really, as a sophomore, hoping takes that next step where these become more consistent performances. Because one, if and when they do, it's a massive difference maker for, for this basketball team. You, you saw it against Rutgers, right? Just non-existent from, you know, Everybody outside of really, you can you can put Trace and Miller in a, in a in a in a group, and the rest of the team didn't step up. But Tamar's a guy that, especially when we're missing people, you know, whether it be a starter or whomever, he's just a guy that has the skill set that that I think he's ready for this moment, and he's ready for this moment more consistently than we've seen it. So love the performance, but love would love even more to see him piggyback on that performance and follow it up with another great performance. So I think it's a great opportunity for him to do so, especially against a ball club like Arizona. Who knows what Hood Shafino's status is? So he's got to be ready, right? So, uh, you know, really encouraged specifically from the three-point range. Um, you know, that 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 makes us so much more difficult to defend when we're hitting those shots outside. You know, teams can't, teams can't you know, hover around Trace. And if they do, we've got that threat. So, again, just love the way he stepped up and really anxious to see how he follows that up against Arizona this weekend. Yeah. And now we got to obviously shift and talk about the biggest storyline of, of the game. And that's Trace Jackson Davis's triple double uh, third time in, in 
IU history. Uh, last one, at least a lot of our, our listening audience uh, can remember. Uh, the previous, previous one, probably not too many people uh, were around for that uh, or, or can remember that personally, but uh, not an easy feat, obviously. Uh, but a big man like him is going to be able to achieve that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I call it right now. I would not be surprised if maybe we see it out of him uh, again this season. Uh, in another game, it's just teams are going to double him. It's always that the, the assist line that's going to hold him back from a triple double. We're going to see lots of double doubles, but the, that assist line is what's going to hold him back. And as teams double him, he's got great vision looking for that, uh, that shot. And I can remember uh, the last one, uh, Juwan Morgan's one that was against uh, Jacksonville. So his was against a, a little bit lesser opponent. So maybe traces looks a little bit more impressive since it wasn't a big 10 game. Um, but great to see what he could create out of that uh, in, in the game. And, and just so, so much fun to just also see him uh, emote in that way, in an exciting way. Woody getting him in for, at the, about, I think that was about the, what, three, two, three minute mark. Uh, and uh, offensive rebound, a chance twice from Trey. Uh, kind of fitting that Trey had, had, the, had the best game and then, and then helped Trace uh, get, that, get that triple double. Uh, talk about that, that, that historic moment. Yeah, I think that the, the, the triple doubles kind of one. I mean, two things. The, the one big thing that kind of surprised me, and I'm not, you know, obviously being being the massive IU fan, you know, the one thing that caught me by surprise was was that we had so few triple doubles in, in program history for a program of that's had the success that we've had, that's had some of the players come through that we've had. It really surprised me, uh, you know, that that's that's as few triple doubles that 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 we've had. So obviously it's, it's kind of an underappreciated feat. Um, but again, it's just, it's trace, it's TJD in a nutshell, right? He just continues to, you know, cement his legacy and, and to say he's done it quietly is probably a bit, bit of a reach, but it seems like it's just expected at this point for him to just put these solid performances up. You look at what he's doing in terms of all time leading scores. Um, you know, before, before you know it, he's going to be up amongst the top five and it's just, He's really just cementing his legacy. And to your point with with the way they're going to continue to probably double him from him to be able to. And it just speaks to what we just talked about with Tamar and Trey. It's it, it, to, to achieve something like that, you've got to have guys step up from the perimeter. And that's what he had. And I agree with you 100 percent. If th- there's there's a solid chance we could see another one from him, if guys continue to step up, he continues to get doubled. Um, you know, so just just an awesome feat. Happy for Trace because he's a guy who made the decision to come back, and you can see what he's doing in terms of cementing his place in in, in the IU legacy. So, just I, I'm anxious to see what he does moving forward. But it was really a cool thing to see. Now, one person that I do want to rest and talk about maybe just a little bit is Race Thompson. Uh, obviously, he struggled a little bit more as we as we've seen him in these games, and. Uh, we just don't see the toughness in that glue guy that we know we had last year. Uh, I think we saw it a little bit in this in this last game, but I would like to see Race get a little bit more aggressive on the offensive side, trying to get his own. Uh, the one bright spot that you will see, and we got to talk about in this game, was uh, him hitting down that three. And when he hit that three, you, you saw uh, we didn't see it on on the on camera, but people talked about it on the telecast that he did. He put his arms up in a praise Jesus kind of kind of way, like the relief that that gave him, because I'm sure it's been stressful for him as he's tried to make these. I think that's only a second made one in the year. But uh, what's your thoughts on races? Yeah, I, I was uh, I was pretty disappointed after the Rutgers game, um, you know, when we talked about it. You know, here's a guy that made the decision to come back for 
a sixth year and and you know really you really just kind of felt like especially in the Rutgers game that that he was just kind of going through the motions a little bit and and, and that might be a little bit unfair but for a guy that in my mind for a guy that has made the decision to come back for a sixth year you know to to me that's a guy on a mission and I don't know that that's specifically what we've seen from race this year just playing with the type of urgency the the, the type of toughness that um you know you'd expect from a guy that's that's made a decision for to, to play a six year of college basketball so you know still kind of waiting for that switch to flip a little bit in terms of because we've seen it in the past I mean race has always been our glue guy um you know but 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 what we really need it you know especially with the 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 part of the season that we're getting ready to enter, right? We're we're a little banged up. Uh, Malik is struggling a little bit in terms of of, of foul trouble. So that to me, that just magnifies the urgency for race to play like we need him to. Um, you know, I think it was a little bit better against Nebraska. You know, and and you know, I, I think I'm, I'm hopeful that you, you know you heard some of Woody's comments after the Rutgers game in terms of being out toughed and how personal someone should take that. And hopefully that, that sunk in a little bit. Um, but you look at race and even X's performance and, and still kind of figuring it out. It's, it's, it's been an odd start to the season for those two. So, um, but again, I don't, I, I struggle to put, I, I struggle to, to, to focus too much on it because you, you saw how X figured it out last year and, and, you know, race. This has been a bit. You know, you look over the course of his tenure at IU. This little stretch here of of inconsistent play is is a bit of an outlier for him. So, just still kind of hope that both those guys can figure it out. And I'm pretty confident they will. But certainly, you're starting to pay attention to it a little bit more and just you know patiently waiting for that moment where they they turn it back on for sure. I think one thing that I have confidence in so far what we've had this year is that many of the questions and the troubles that we have thought about with this team, we've at least had a game where it's been addressed and, and it's been good. Now, obviously uh, that's a small sample size and we're just getting into it and we can't, even that, the, even the good and the bad both, we can't take as something that's gonna be a habit right now. We gotta realize that uh, these are just trends and they're good trends, there might be bad trends. And we hope that, that from now on, what we can count on is consistency. Consistency, consistency to happen. We've obviously had consistency right now moving forward with uh, defense. Defense has been pretty good, knock on wood. I don't want to say too much uh, situations like that leading into this, but uh, very excited the way defense has, has progressed. We've had great wing, wing play. We've had Trace back in at it. Uh, we've seen Malik do great things. We've seen Jalen Huchifino do great things. We've seen the three-point shooting doing well. So almost all the boxes have been checked. Uh, all we need to do is continue to piece a lot of those boxes together in uh, a single game. Otherwise, uh, we're doomed to just have one or two boxes. It's obviously going to be a, str uh, a struggle of a game. Uh, for me, and we're about to board here in a little bit, so I need, we need to start wrapping up. But give me your final thoughts on, on this game and then uh, a little bit of thoughts uh, about the Vegas. Yes. So just, just to kind of wrap up uh, Nebraska and, and, you know, I, I, you know, one guy we haven't talked quite a bit about or, you know, much at all is, is X and, and that was a pretty rough game for him. Uh, you know, the, the assist to turnover ratio was, was really poor. I mean, seven, seven, four assists to seven turnovers and, and uh, you know, two for eight from, from, from the field, it, just a guy that, 
I don't know that he's, I don't know if he's, I, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if he's pressing, you know, he's a guy that's had to adapt quite a bit. Uh, you know, first he's trying to adapt to, to playing with a brand new point guard. And then you shift back to being the guy that's leading the offense. And, and you know, with the type of emotion that, that, that he plays with, just how he's adjusting to all that, right? And again, it's not gotten in the way in terms of, you know, we were able to win by by close to 20 against Nebraska. So it's not, it's not not a massive issue, um, but it's one you hope gets reeled in as we start to play more games on the road and play tougher competition and, and, and figure out where, you know, Hood Shafino is. So something just to keep our eye on. You know, you saw Woody late in the game just getting on him quite a bit at a timeout. And, um, you know, so it's not like it's an unknown. Um, but as a, as, a, as, a, as a veteran, you just hope that that's something that gets figured out pretty quickly. So, again, great bounce back performance, I think. Um, you know, moving on to Vegas, um, you, you, we're going to we're going to figure a lot out this week. And I think Arizona's coming off a pretty tough loss to Utah. But they're a team that's really, really got a lot of length down low, a team that had a lot of success last year. I think it's going to be an incredible environment. I know a ton of IU fans that are going to be out there. Um, so I'm jealous. I had to get rid of my tickets due to a coaching conflict for my my child, but family first, as they say. So I'm, I'm going to hold it against my daughter for the rest of her life that she kept me from going to Vegas to watch the Hoosiers. So I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun opportunity for this team. Chad, I don't know if you've had a chance to see the, the Woody video from last night singing Don't Stop Believing at the uh, – if you get a chance to jump on Twitter, I think Trace, Trace took the video. He's singing. It looked like they might be in a restaurant or a – some type of bar type setting or something, but it's it's a pretty funny clip. It's on the it's floating around Twitter, but it seems like the team is loose, having fun. Um, I'm encouraged. It's a great opportunity. I think it's going to be a fun opportunity for both the, both the team and the fans. And and um, safe travels to you, Chad, out there. And looking forward to our 100th, your 100th episode of the show live from Vegas. So over to you. Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting to get out there in Vegas and everything. Obviously, when you're out there and everything, follow me on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet out as we move along and where we're going and where we get figured out what bars and situations that we're going to end up doing for 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 the celebration, I'm going to say it already, of this of this game. So I also have a Hoosier Morning After stickers with me. So please, if you find me and everything, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll get you a sticker or two. Um, so. Just make, I don't want to, I don't want you returning with any face tattoos or uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't get too wild on me. Any of those crazy things? No. Uh, who's your tattoo? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Right. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yes, uh, very exciting to get out there. Very exciting to be around Hoosiers and everything. And uh, being someone that lives away from Indiana, uh, I know you're there. You're close. You see fans everywhere. You see the gear everywhere. Uh, it's just exciting being someone that lives in the South, lives in Charlotte, to uh, get near Hoosiers again and everything. So that's that's one of the facts factors that I'm very excited about. Just even here, uh, waiting in the waiting room for our flight, uh, I've seen a couple people wearing Hoosier gear and everything. So that's very exciting to see that. So I uh, can't wait to get out there. Can't wait to be involved with it. Guys, thanks for tuning in on this edition of Hoosier Morning After. We're going to be back there very early for me uh, on Sunday morning, uh, 4.30 Vegas time. Yikes, maybe I'll just stay up overnight uh, for that one. Uh, and uh, we'll be there doing that, uh, a live show. I'll try to find a, a spot to do it. Maybe we'll find a cool background for you guys. But thanks for tuning in. Again, follow me on Twitter, the travels as we go along to this game. Can't wait to see everyone out there. Have a great win for Indiana. Thanks for Bob Thompson for producing the music you hear on the show. 
there they are calling my group, so I have to get out of here. Thanks, guys. Go out there. And as always, have a wonderful day. And go Hoosiers. <laughs>